Welcome to the podcast where old friends get together to bare their souls, laugh so hard they almost pee themselves, and talk about all the stuff that makes life worth living. And some things that don't. It's, it's let's, let's get, get a, a drink, drink sometime. sometime. Okay, we're recording. <laughs> um, welcome to the show, everyone. Welcome. My name is Sam. I'm Angela. Yes, you are. I am. And I am in this. I'm just trying to find something. And I'm not what are you trying to find? My boyfriend. There was. He actually does his own podcast. We should invite him on our what? Go on his. I know. Since when? I don't know. I'm re- looking at his Instagram. But he did this really cool quote. And I'm trying to find it. Um. And, when you Google him, you put Brett Goldstein. It's Brett Goldstein wife, Brett Goldstein height, Brett Goldstein girlfriend. We were talking about this. I don't think he's that tall, but it's his voice. It's like, you fucking. Yeah. He's 5'10". <laughs> Is he really? I, maybe he's just not like broad shoulders. That does not affect how I feel about him at all. And I'm yeah. a big fan. I think, I think what it is, is so Hannah Bettingham, who plays Rebecca is actually really tall for a woman mm-hmm. and then she wears high heels a lot yeah um so like when you see the actors on i guess we should say that we're talking about ted lasso tonight we're talking about ted lasso um my new favorite television show yeah, yeah. um but hannah battingham who is amazing um she's tall for a woman and she wears she wears heels heels a lot, mm-hmm. and so I think you're you know we're so conditioned to see men so much taller than women, yeah, and it, it, it's not in that show, and so like I think I think uh, Jason Sudeikis is like six feet, mm-hmm. um, Barry Goldstein is it's listed here as five foot ten and three quarter inches, mm-hmm. which is weird, so let's just call him, you know. 511 so everyone like the main characters are all like right at six feet but you're so used to seeing women shorter that it's like oh they're obviously short men because they're the same height as hannah battingham and that's just not the case right but anyway i digress well i'm not gonna do a great job with this quote because like i don't have it in front of me and i've tried to google it and i can't flip and find it um, Do it. Butcher it. It's fine. Um, hold on. Holding. Hold on. Hold on. I'm so upset. Um, I we don't have to do this right now. Let's continue on, and there might be more. There might be more. I might. I okay. might be able to dig it up. I might be able able to dig it up. But let's do our, our la la la. Okay. Um, what are you drinking? Water. You want to know why? Because I have to. Do you want to know why? Because I have sure. second degree burns from my wrist oh, to my elbow. Right. You know what? And I've been on painkillers, like heavy painkillers. I'm with you all today, though. Like, I am, I'm on, I'm on. Like, I'm not if, currently on the painkillers. Okay, I, I was going to say, like, if, if I can edit this out later if you want me to, but 
you sound way more um, awake or like there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. When I talked to you the, the other day, I was no. like, "Wow, you are you are sort of out there." Yeah, because I was on Percocet. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I know. I, yeah, I know. I was just. Yeah. So Look, it's you, been such a it's been such a thing. How How um, are you doing? Well, let's just go back a minute. Hold on. Let's tell that story. But, like, I always do this, so I got to be super good about it. What are you drinking? Because I mm. know you're not drinking water. No, I actually... Um, so, my buddy Kevin, mm-hmm. who works for Creature Comforts, mm-hmm. always brings me tasty beverages when we just... We had our Halloween party a couple weeks ago. And um, he gets a bunch of free beer from his employer... And Creature Comforts is one of my absolute favorite breweries. And um, so tonight I am going to... I've not opened it yet. I've never had this before. It is called Celestial Mind. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an India Pale Ale. So it's an IPA. It has Mosaic, Citra, and Simcoe. I hope I'm saying that right. That last word. Hops in it. Um, I guess I'll, I'll just... Uh, here. All right, Boom. ready? How are we doing? Oh, that's nice. <clears throat> it's nice. It's uh, yeah. It's it's like a hmm. It's a very, it's like it's like it's definitely hoppy and IPA, but it's still mellow. Like it, it's a very soft IPA, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really tasty. But yeah, That's my great. my buddy Kevin, who I want to get actually get on the show, um, I think he would be good. Um, but yeah, he always brings me tasty treats when he comes over. That's so nice. Yeah, I love him, and his wife. I love him. But um, so yeah, you burned yourself last I week. I did. I did burn myself. Um, so. I was in Australia when this, like, Instapot craze happened, but I remember reading about Facebook on it, and I was just, you know, like, all my friends were talking about it, but, like, I didn't get one there, and Australia's not like that with, like, (laughs) fads. Trends? Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, things, like, they don't buy into capitalism nearly to the extent. Um, But anyway, so... um, I was given one to use, and uh, it took me a while to not be afraid of it. Um, pressure cooker, multi cooker, lots of ideas there. Right. Um, not, to, you know, there's a manual, you know, and then you start to use it once, and you're afraid, and but then you get better, and you kind of grow with it, and you learn what to expect over certain beeping, certain waiting times, you know. Like I came, I I came to fruition with it. And I was like, I'm gonna make a soup, and I, I I did make a soup before, and it worked well. Um, most of the things I like, I the day before this burn happened, I, I cooked a chicken, a roasted chicken, mm-hmm. um, and then I made a stock, and, and that was fine. And then mm-hmm. I was making the soup, and I was so excited for the soup, and I was so hungry, and like the kids were so hungry, and I I I had the valve going, and the steam was coming out, and it was coming out for minutes, and I and I had taken, and I, if I'm honest, I had I had done it this amount. I have screwed it off with this amount of steam coming out of it before, but maybe not with soup. Um, 
So and and it did let me unscrew it, um, albeit not too easily, but I did. Um, and look, it was like an atomic bomb. Like it rose up like liquid, like defied gravity. Like it was science and it made this like mushroom shape. And once it was in its mushroom shape, like I was literally mesmerized. I was like, why is this soup coming out like that? (laughs) And then it just broke into a million pieces. So I jerked my head back and like, it's so funny. Like when you see the explosive pictures, like, I don't know, this is how much I wanted to keep it neat and clean like there had been soup that just like sprayed all over the kitchen gave me second degree burns and I still put the top of the 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 pressure cooker back onto it like that's how (laughs) stupid I am but um yeah I am I have like my left arm is burned from wrist to elbow with second degree burns I have it on my abdomen which is not as big but it's there and I have like splotches on like my feet and, and things like that um, oh, uh, I also have some like nerve pain like there's some sort of uh, because I must have jerked back with my elbow or maybe hit it I don't know um, I don't remember mm. there's like a section of this that I don't remember like, yeah. I remember the soup like you know defying gravity and I remember pain but I don't remember really what that looked like Right. So I did something to my elbow, and there's pain in there, but it's not bone damage. It might be nerve damage. So I have, if I keep it really still for periods of time, it's fine. So I know that, like, I have to rest it. Um, but you know, it's certainly not easy to not use the hand that you write with. Um, right. But yeah, I just remember I was like literally undressing in the hallway to hop into the shower. And then, you know, my poor kids, they're like 9 and 11. I'm like, this is where we call 911. And she did. She called, and then I spoke to them. Um, and, like, that starts out. <laughs> There's been times in my life where, obviously, like, the ambulance have come. Like, I remember I had a series of really bad panic attacks and thought I was dying. I The first one, I... Yeah, I, I, the ambulance came. You know, there's a couple people, you know, two or three. Right. In the town of Westbrook, Connecticut, there are 15 <laughs> people and the fucking fire brigade. And I was mortified, absolutely mortified. And I was like, you guys can go. I think I, like, overshot this. I think I just panicked. I was scared. I was mortified. I even texted my boyfriend, and I was like, um, go home. It's totally fine. Go home. Um, like, it's okay. And, you know, he he was already, like, here and was, like, I had to, like, park up the street. There was, like, a fire truck. It was so, it was insane. But anyway, the guy was, like, I think your abdomen's going to be okay, the tech. Uh, he right. was, like, I think you're going to be okay. He was, like, but that arm's not going to be okay. And I really think you should take a ride with me. And I was, like, nope. I'm not going to that emergency room. I'm fine. You know, I was just, like, embarrassed. Um, but then... But then, like, it fought back. You know, it was, like, with the f- fucking yeah. fury, the uh, the heat of a thousand suns. And uh, my boyfriend was like, we have to go. <laughs> and I was like, okay. By that time, I was like, you can't get me there fast enough. Right. Um, and, I mean, I was like, can you just get me, like, a vat of water? And I will put it in... And they're like, No. <laughs> no, lady. That's not how you, this works. That's not how this works. That's not going to be good for you. They gave me, like, these 
ice packs that like you literally fill with ice but it's not meant to be too cold and i was like oh, i right, want right. it to be freezing cold like this is not cold enough and they're like no you know it's just like you want to fucking light people on fire or like kick them as hard as you can and like on a on a good day when they're being awful to you just at least throw a pillow so it like knocks them in the face <laughs> i was like this isn't gonna work for me and said boyfriends like out there in the hallway sort of advocating like, she's in a lot of pain can you can you do something else and they're like no like yeah. there's it, it and it feels it feels heartless um and it feels like you're not being listened to but you have to trust your physicians well you know i, I <laughs> she, you know they sent me back with like a percocets and like painkillers but then the next day it was still so bad and then like the pain had subsided enough like the heat on my skin was insane and um but like i couldn't have felt like the the x-ray issue the the joint issue because mm. the pain on the pain was burning so bad on my arm it's just doctors you just don't know what you're gonna get like i i got to the er again the next day and he was like you weren't sent home with like your arm dressed or oh geez like any ointment applied and i was like no and he was like this has not been done the way that it should have been done. Ooh. Um, and he was the nicest doctor, and there wasn't like a no. It was like let me help you. Right. And so he like took everything off of my arm, right? And like he he got this like uh, antibiotic. Um, like he was like you're. He's like effectively your arm is still burning. Like, your burning process doesn't uh. end when you're out of heat because the heat is still in your arm. He's like, we have to get the heat out of your arm. Hmm. So he put this ointment on it, which instantaneously, like, was a big difference. And he, like, properly dressed it and, like, got me in a situation where, like, I could, you know, feel supported. Mm -hmm. um, and then he even put my arm in a sling. Like, it was so nice. He even called me like a couple hours later just to see how he was doing. You know, like he was like, I don't want to leave you, you know, where you don't feel supported because you weren't supported the right way. Right. Um, he even went back into like, I had pneumonia the week before and he was like, I was clicking on your x-rays and he was like, I just want to be sure that like there's some transparency and due diligence with you. He was like, it says here with your heart, I have like a little heart condition, which I'm fine. I'm fine. But he was like, it says that you should probably get a follow-up CAT scan. He was like, did they communicate that to you? And I was like, nope. He's like, okay, well, you need to go get a CAT scan. Like, I know what condition he's already talking about. Um, right. And so I'm, I'm not like, crying in my pillow wondering if I'm gonna be alive or not but um you know I was like well thank you I appreciate that like he went the extra mile for me um yeah I I think that I mean I I'd love to say that 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 ER was super busy that night and but that really wasn't the case um but you know I think levels of compassion and physicians vary and you know sure. first attempt I didn't get it I didn't get to get it right um mm. Is that going to affect my scarring? Probably. Probably. Um, 
but am I glad that I had the second guy and it was worth it to pay more on my high deductible insurance? 100%. Um, so, I mean, all in all, like, it's a big burn. This, it's definitely a, a moment of learning. And, uh, you know, my kids weren't involved, so it's okay. It's okay. I'm looking up yeah. a quote for you. You might have a quote for me. Bring it. <clears throat> Pain heals. Okay. Chicks dig scars. Glory lasts forever. What lasts forever? Glory. Glory. That's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. Anyway. That's what I feel. I feel like I I'm I can fucking handle anything. <laughs> yeah, I've I've had small burns. Um, just you know, normal, because I cook a lot. Um, but yeah, we you, you sent me those pictures, and I was like, oh, that's like, not like no, no. That those pictures. Um, let me go back to our text. And, and like I've I've had I've had bad burns, but like that was a whole nother level. I can't even imagine. Yeah, so that's not the way this looks anymore. Um, Does it look worse or better? Yes, or? much worse. It's not cute anymore. <laughs> it's not like this like red big splotch on my arm. It's not like that anymore. Mm. It, there was a blister the size of my wrist to my elbow. Yes. Yes. Awesome. I know. And then it popped. Oh, gross. I know. And then, <laughs> like, how, how gross do you want me to be? I don't care. How gross do you want to be? I mean, it's life. Like, here I am. Yeah, sure. Okay, so it's like a deflated balloon on oh, your arm, yeah, yeah. right? So then you go in the shower, and, like, the water goes in it, and it's another <laughs> balloon. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not, I don't no, mean to laugh, but it's, it's that's, so bad. It's, yeah. Like, I grossed myself out. My, my poor daughter's like, you know, when you have that, like, face, that's what... <laughs> I'm a monster. I'm a monster. Only until it heals. <laughs> Only until it, it's just temporary. That's what they say. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so you're drinking water. I'm drinking a new beer. You're be burned. Beer. I'm not. Mm -hmm. So. <laughs> um, Ted Lasso. It was a horrible segue, but I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it. I'm gonna commit. We need a little hopefulness in life, and oh, we can do that for people. Holy balls! That is one of the holy I, balls. I had a um, <clears throat> this past weekend. I had a a friend of mine who's going through some a really tough time, Aww. and and. Uh, there's some family issues and blah 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 blah. What I'm I'm not gonna get into it because I don't, I don't know. I respect people's privacy, um, so. Um, but I told him I said I said you know what. If you want, some really positive. Television watching, you need to watch Ted Lasso, mm -hmm. and I played for him. So, I had heard about Ted Lasso, and you know I knew like. It was a good show, whatever, and um, I didn't watch it. And then I found this clip from the—it uh, was the dart scene. Do you remember the dart scene? 
from the first from the first season. Yeah. Yeah. And so me, I, I'm a huge dart player. Mm-hmm. Um, and and my friend is also a huge dart player. So I'm, I'm going to show him this scene, and the whole scene where he's talking about oh, you know the music plays and it gets all like warm and cozy and you know if if you know, people were curious blah, blah blah they'd ask you know and he just completely like blows this guy away and darts but it, it's it for me that scene i was like okay i have to watch this show now because you know I, i've heard about it i knew it was a good show and i guess the dart scene was it, it made it more relevant to me um but that's a really good scene I, I, it, it took me like thinking about it now that's a really good scene to show anyone because it shows okay you have Rupert who is being a dick mm-hmm. and you have Rebecca who um, well, I guess we should say spoilers alert if you haven't watched all of season all the season two of uh, Ted Lasso get on it don't listen well yeah get on it but don't listen to this right um you know, Rebecca is, she's in her mid-betrayal. Um, but, like, it's a really good scene because you see some of the characters and, and you see the dynamics between, you know, Rebecca and Ted and Rupert. and But you see the main point of the show is that it's it's heartwarming. It's, it's a, a very positive show despite there are several times and those are usually the twists um there are several times where it's like oh this should not get a positive reaction i'm uh, i'm thinking mainly of rebecca rebecca's betrayal mm-hmm. um um but ted is the the hopeless optimist I'm gonna call it. Optimist, always forgiving. Yeah. Always and understanding why people are the way that they are. Yeah, and you um, know, some people might think that's naive, but I, I really don't think it is. It's no, like no, it's met yeah. with the exact opposite. It yeah, is. Absolutely. It is derived from real life experience and just like such an amount of patience that you know we would all be gifted to have yeah um, i mean with, with yeah. rebecca's betrayal which um you know she hires him as a joke basically to tear down the team but he literally says i forgive you divorce makes people do because she is she that's the thing is she is actually a good person right she's uh, hurt yeah like, absolutely to understand that, the motivations there yeah. are very few like I mean, this is just my life experience, and, like, I often, I, I think anyone that knows me in real life would say I'm a for- forgiver, most of, like, that's, like, you know, it's sort of construed that, like, people run all over me, but really, it's just me putting myself in their shoes, like, they're not vindictive, malicious human beings, right. they're just hurt, Yeah. Um, and that's, like, a motivating factor. But how do you stop that cycle? You pause with it. Um, right. If you can. If you can. Well, I mean, that's... I mean, I think Ted Lasso does a really good job because, you know, in that moment, he literally... Divorce 
does really crazy things to people and I forgive you and from that moment on she changes right and she's like you know what I'm gonna make this soccer club or football club um I'm gonna make it my own like screw Rupert he has nothing to do with this anymore Mm -hmm. and we're gonna go out there and we're gonna freaking win Mm -hmm. um but yeah that's um I'm crossing off my notes the, the, the whole show is like that it's so positive but then like you know you have characters like uh Brett Goldstein who I totally thought his name was Barry Goldstein mm-hmm. um he he won the Emmy for the show mm-hmm. for best supporting actor and I want to I want to say this because it's it's one of my things that I tell my my friends about the show there were seven actors nominated for best supporting actor mm-hmm. four of them were from ted lasso like the show is so good out of all the television shows that aired four of them a uh, four of seven were nominated from ted lasso it's amazing there's yeah. nothing like it on tv it is absolutely like a pioneer in the ways that we all need (laughs) in the world um yeah yeah i can only imagine what this script looked like to people that were signing on and i bet they were either like really in or like oh how's this gonna go (laughs) but like i don't think that like every actor that they had shows is perfect for the role like jason sudeikis no one else could carry that no one else could carry well do you you know where the show came from no so um nbc sports Mm -hmm. about seven years or i guess maybe it's eight uh, it doesn't matter seven eight years ago um they started um covering european football Mm mm-hmm and so the NBC Sports actually created the characters of Ted Lasso and uh, uh, Beard, his assistant coach. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really interesting because um, Jason Sudeikis, it, they hired him, and then the guy who plays Beard is actually the guy they hired. So it's interesting. I guess they had some sort of friendship and understanding back in the day, but this was a commercial. These were like mini movie commercial type things mm-hmm. that NBC put together for the fact that they were um, covering the Premier League of European football. And to go back, and you should check it out on YouTube. Just type in Ted Lasso commercial. There's like five or six. Okay. Um, a lot of the jokes are the same, mm-hmm. um, but the character of Ted Lasso is is a little different. Um, he, well, anyway, um, but yeah, it was, it, this was a commercial that Jason Sudeikis took and said, we're going to make a TV show out of this. And it took seven years and they did it. That's yeah. awesome. Um, yeah, it was NBC sports characters. It's so weird to me, but it's amazing. That's awesome. 
Yeah, no, they did such a good job. And, you know, like, uh, my background is in, in marketing, and I, I just think there's such a brilliance, and it's very rare to be able to write for such a wide audience. You know, these yeah. are, this is a football club, right? So, like, instantly you're going to think, okay, I'm going to alienate women, right? Or people right. that don't like sports. But it's not really a sports show. No. At all. There's actually very little football going on. Right. At least in the I've, first season. There's a little bit more in the second season. But that's still bit. not the main thing. No, 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 no. I mean, so, like, but what it does is, is hold men and sports players also. Because it's really more of a fairy tale in a lot of ways. I mm. mean, it's so... It's, it's very dynamic. Um mm. But, like, really what it is is, is, a, is, a, is a show about relationships. Yeah, um, absolutely. And idealism. Um, and the power of idealism. And um, I just think, like, to write for such a wide audience um, has to be such a challenge. Um, and you toe the line because there's one episode where they do push it a little far into cheese for me and it's the Christmas episode on the second season mm, um, mm-hmm. and I thought there for a second oh this is where it all goes downhill right <laughs> they only start writing for chicks and now we're suddenly doing the love actually cards and oh right. fuck but like they carried it they did they really really did um, um, you know I was worried that they weren't going to be able to mean that balance maintain that balance and right for everyone but they did well um, it, if it off. makes you if it makes you feel better so i'm i'm an i'm this type of nerd so um when they when they did the second season there was 10 episodes so they wrote 10 episodes mm-hmm. and then apple said oh wait we want two more episodes mm-hmm. and so the christmas episode and then the episode where it's um, Beard's Night Out or whatever. I hate that episode. Go ahead. Oh, I love that episode. No, I'm also. Um, but those two episodes were actually written and filmed after the fact. I'm not shocked. They didn't really fit yeah. in the storyline very no, well. No, exactly. Like, when I found that out, I was like, oh, like, definitely the Christmas Because the Christmas episode is kind of off. It's it, off. It has nothing to do with the plot. And Beard's Night Out has nothing to do with the plot yeah but that i was okay with even though it's not my style it just shows how incredibly british the show is um oh yeah i see it's so british you could just like okay there we go (laughs) there there it is um and so i was fine with it like i mean it's look it's reminiscent of like 90s like train spotting yeah you know definitely and it's a very extreme episode and nothing (laughs) about the show is quite extreme it's a pretty safe show um so like look it's it's different but at the same rate it's like if i take that step further into it not the show is based on like a timeline kind of revolving around ted and that one episode isn't and right. um, so you can see what it looks like in other people's worlds that aren't as idealistic and, you know, struggle with real life issues and how we all are <laughs> like that in some way. Um, you know, and so like, you know, like Ted Lasso is where I want to be and that episode is where I am daily life. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I, I, could t- I knew it, like it, it's an interruption that one. You're like, what? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it is, it, it's like not uniform to the show. I think that uh, maybe the Christmas episode was rushed um, because they didn't quite hold the balance. Um, it, it, it pushed it over a little too far. Um, but I mean, man, that lady can sing. Holy goodness. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Such a good singer. Oh, yeah, and that that's like that's a, a Cupid error to my heart. Mm-hmm. God. Anyway, um, <clears throat> I'm not gonna sit here and. Um, so speaking of the writing, do you know mm-hmm. who is a writer on the show? Brett. Brett. Yes. Have you heard the story about how he got Roy Kent? Mm-mm. So. Um, so. The guy who plays Roy Kent, Brett Goldstein, mm-hmm. um, who is actually... Did you ever watch... Um, what is that show? Derek? Is it Derek? Uh, Ricky Gervais um, played... I know what you're talking about, but no, I never watched that show. An amazing show. Um, Brett Goldstein was the love interest of the the home caretaker in that mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. Um so Brett Goldstein, I, I, I'm, I'm, he's obviously an actor, but I guess he's more of a writer. And they were, he was part of the writing, writing crew, and he was in the writing room. And he, it, he's like, oh man, I think I have Roy Kent in me, which is funny because if you see interviews with Hannah Baddington, who plays Baddington, who plays Rebecca, and Juno Temple, um, who plays Keely, like. Brett Goldstein is the smiliest person. Mm-hmm. Like he is the nicest, just happiest person on the planet. And for him to play Roy Kent, who's just you know half his lines are, mm, mm. you know he grunts half the time. Yeah. <laughs> and um, but uh, Brent Goldstein was uh, Brett Goldstein was uh, he's like I think I have this in me. So he actually made because he had the scripts because he wrote half of them. Mm-hmm. And and so he made like his own sort of um, like uh, casting thing, mm-hmm. and he sent it to the casting agents and everyone else. Mm-hmm. And he, but the note that he put, he's like, "Look, I, I think I have this in me. H- here is my video. Um, if you think it's shit, then you, we will never we will never talk about it again." Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> it's like. It's such a sweet thing. It's like, okay, look, this is my thing. I'm gonna send it to you. If it sucks, then just don't, 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 don't mention it. Don't mention, leave it. <laughs> yeah, you don't mention it. I don't mention it, and I'll just continue doing my word thing. <laughs> um, but they loved it, and he he got the part, and he's freaking amazing. He's amazing. He's amazing at it. Can you try and talk like him for me? <laughs> me? Yeah. <clears throat> Why? I because did it a I couple have, times. Your go. Give it a whirl. Because I have that gruff voice. Mm-hmm. I need like a quote or something. <laughs> um. What is uh Roy Kent quotes? Um, I want to be horrible at this. Why gosh. do you want me to do this? Just look, this is where you make too big of a deal about things. I make what? Too big of a deal. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I get to I get to pretend that I'm in a relationship with Gino Temple, so that's cool. 
Um. <laughs> I love it. <clears throat> Go for it. Hey Siri, play the Roy is sorry for not understanding Keely playlist. That was horrible. That was too American. <laughs> He's like <laughs> He just like you know when you really push your voice through your mouth? That's yeah. how he is. Let's see. You know. You, uh, see, he I, sounds kind of like constipated all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you do Let's fucking go. <laughs> yeah. You deserve someone who... I can't, do, I can't do that and a British accent at the same time. Apparently not. No. <laughs> Amy hates my British accent, but I think it's because I think I'm actually pretty good at it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, we'll talk about that on a different episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, my biggest problem was season two. Do you have any problems with the show? Um... Everyone I talk to has the same problem. I do have a problem. What's your problem? I wonder the if it's relationship. The what relationship? Between Rebecca and Obisanya. Oh, really? That's a okay. I, I don't. Why? I have a problem with the relationship by any means. Uh-huh. I think that she's like in the in the show. She's like. 50s? Early 50s? Right. What do you think? He's 21? Uh, yeah, something like that. And I, I think it pushes it a little bit. I could be wrong. But it's like, ooh. <laughs> this, this pushes it. They actually look beautiful together. Right. But when they started to say, like, when he said his age, I was like, he's, like, next to 18. Like, it just was a little much when you start to talk about like the age gap there mm-hmm. but like they played the characters so beautifully it just was like whoa there's a big age guy there like he is young in this show but I mean I'm 40 and I have a fucking crush on him like he, he's like the <laughs> most I don't know like it's really hard because I look at him and I'm like you're so cute I just love I mean you. okay <clears throat> So this brings up an interesting conversation. So mm-hmm. we, we, we as Americans and maybe in general the world, we have this, like, you can be a 60-year-old man and have a 25-year-old girlfriend. I don't believe that either. I mean, I, I think it's horrible, but it's our, our society is, so okay, I guess that doesn't, that doesn't. I just mind. thought, like, the age gap was just like, like, if he's 27... I was like, who cares? I don't know. The twenty-one, like, I don't know. Yeah. He hasn't lived his life, but that—that no. that was the whole point of banter. That was the whole point of of the app that they were using. You don't know who you're talking to. Right, right, right. There's actually, um, if you go watch season one and season season two in succession, that was working in the works from season one. Um, hmm. There was moments in season one where they said the same things and gave each other a look, like a cute little smirk, 
and you're like, oh wow, this was coming for a while. Interesting. Um, yeah, I didn't realize that because I went back and watched it like all the way through. Mm -hmm. um, my sister came to visit and she just saturated on through these episodes. <laughs> and I like drunkenly or sleepily like checked in, checked out while she just sailed right on through. Um, but yeah, um, it's it, it was in the works for quite some time. I wonder. I wonder from a, a strictly outsider writer perspective. I wonder if that's something that they planned on from the get go, or if it's like, oh, these two people have really good chemistry. Let's make their characters do something. No, you can see like something was happening there. Hmm. There was like two or three instances you're like, wow, this this goes back quite some time. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, what's the problem that everyone else has? Um, Nate. Oh, he's such a big problem for me. Well, but that's... So, like... So, <clears throat> my biggest problem with Nate, and this is everyone I've talked to, and I, I, don't, I actually don't know a lot of people who watch the show, so maybe this isn't, like, the majority. But, you know, Nate... In, the, in season one, Nate is the character that really like allows you the viewer to see Ted Lasso as a decent person mm -hmm. you know he, he's yeah. the he's the water boy no one gives a shit about him and Ted Lasso mm -hmm. comes in and says hey you're part of this team you know what do you think and right. like it, it gives you a perspective on Ted that you fall in love with and then season two, all of a sudden, like, he's just an asshole. Mm hmm You know, and... Um, it got the better of him. What? It got the better of him. But, see... He was I, spoiled by it. It happened to... Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they... I, I just... I don't know... I think they tried to... Because to, they, they, there was that one episode with his dad, who's obviously um, kind of a dick... Um, but I, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's the writer in me. I was expecting more. It just seemed too sudden. There wasn't enough character building with Nate for him to, to go from this super nice guy to just this asshole, you know? Mm. And it just seemed, it seemed really out of place. Um, I get it. Like for the most part, everyone involved like they're going through their trauma and they're going through their their troubles and i mean besides nate everyone like the end of season two everyone's great you know like right. everyone loves each other i mean e even jamie and and roy have have um made amends and um but so you you if you want to continue the show you have to have some drama Right. Um, and so that's like the big spoiler at the end where, you know, what is it? Rupert, um, I can't remember. He, he buys another team or something and he puts uh, Nate as the head coach or whatever. Like, you have to have that drama. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't feel that they, it was just such a 180 twist. There was, there was no, they tried but there was n nothing that really said, okay, we're going to change Nate. 
It just happened, and he was a dick. I didn't. I don't agree with that. I okay. think, like, as an antagonist, like, I felt, I felt the exact opposite. Like, Interesting. He, you know, like I, I think that the thing that he, it, like, the first things that start to piss him off, is that. Ted doesn't actually know the game. Like, he doesn't know the game. He just knows how to coach and motivate and connect. Right. And that is his skill, and he does, and he takes it. You know, that's his life experience. Um, whereas he doesn't have that. And, you know, he's got people behind him that believe in him, and he doesn't have that. And so you Nate start doesn't. To, Nate doesn't. So you spark to... Mm -hmm take you know the seething the jealousy the the question the um why you know the self-doubt the um and I, I i saw it as a progression um you know kind of starting from there into you know this scenario where he takes everything personally right um all the instagram and and the yeah news. the yeah the wonderkind and right. the wonder yeah and then um he mentioned something at the back of the episode about like you didn't even do my picture or something i forgot what it was and i had even forgotten about that um but you know then this he got so much attention that you know he became bigger than himself in his head Right. And, you know, and I think it does root from the fact that obviously he had a, again, you put yourself in someone else's shoes. He, he didn't have, you know, someone that supported him. Um, and so really it's all the dad's fault, if I'm honest. Um, well, yeah, but, I mean, that's, that's very apparent in the episode. Right. And, and I think it just like, you know, I, I think like I just saw it as such a progression what I didn't see was, I actually was like, as crazy as this was, I was like, is he going to, like, kill everyone? Is he going <laughs> to, like, go all, like, trench coat mafia on this? And, like, wow. <laughs> I got, like, a little nervous because I thought it was, I thought it was pretty dark. Um, huh. That one, that, I mean, Ted Lasso is a pretty positive show. That, that It's a pretty positive show, but, like... That one ended things on a You know, Hollywood's quite good at, like, you know, letting the floor drop out from underneath <laughs> you. I mean, for him to just go manage a new team, I was like, oh, thank God. You right. know, like, thank God. Um, <laughs> but that contentious conversation that they have at the end... You know, what was horrible is that you could see how much it hurt Ted. And oh, yeah, I just yeah. wanted to, I, I was so upset. I was just so, in you know, into it. And I, I just, it elicited so much feeling from me. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, he's off onto Rupert's team. And I'm kind of like, good riddance, dude. You have no, you, good luck. Nothing's gonna happen for you here. <laughs> I mean, clearly, I'm I'm excited for season three because Me too. it's like clearly that's gonna be a, a big thing. Rupert is trying to take down Rebecca. Right. Um, Nate is trying to take down Ted. Right. Um, 
but his way of coaching and his demeanor, like his team is rock solid. Um, and so, yeah, that, I think that's going to be, that's going to be the main thing. Right. Those two things. And I mean, obviously like you don't, <clears throat> you know, you don't have a show called Ted Lasso and Ted Lasso loses. So obviously he's going to come out on top and so is will, will Rebecca, mm-hmm. um, but there'll be some, there's some drama and some setbacks and, um, maybe some, uh, um, twists and turns and betrayals. I hope the therapist comes back. I oh, she her. was awesome. I what, didn't really? like her at all. What? No, and then I loved her. Okay. This is that first episode where she's like snooty patootie and like judgmental. I'm See, like, yeah. I didn't. I, I, I don't know why. Um, I don't. I don't know why, but the moment she came in. Like I, I got her. I got her character. Mm-hmm. Ted's all trying to be like nice and funny and blah blah blah, and she's like, "I'm not having with this shit." Mm-hmm. Like this isn't no. Like I told like from from the first moment she appeared, I was like, "I love you." <laughs> that was. I just I I got her character. Maybe I'm you know I'm weird. I know I am weird, but it's like, yeah. Every every single moment with that character, I was like, man, I love it. Right, I I liked her when she became like a person of duality. Like she had a professionalism, she was a resource, but she also was on the ground. Um, yeah, I liked that. That was a beautiful space. I think it's interesting. So they they did it, it was a quick scene, and so again, why? Well, I hope they bring her back, and I think they will. Because they planted the did you get did you see the um, I'm pretty sure she's an alcoholic. Sassy. The is that is that her name? The fr- the best friend. No 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 the uh, the the therapist. Oh, that there's some drinking there. Yeah yeah, yeah I did see that. Yep yep. And and so it's like if you were a therapist, wouldn't you drink too, Jesus? Yeah, well, <laughs> it depends on how far you're going to take it, but <laughs> right. Um, um, no, yeah, no. There's definitely some sort of dependency or, yeah. or turning to for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I yeah, I absolutely love that character. They should totally bring her back. Sassy is good too, because Sassy kind of broke Ted. Um, in a good way. She did, but obviously she's like you know he's not dateable you know no. what i mean um but what i what did want to say about sassy was that the three of them um like the three girls you know rebecca that sassy was the best friend first right and then you y- wondered how it was gonna go when the third wheel came along you know and what i loved is the that it was the keely yes okay what I loved was that, you know, from the minute that Keely meets Sassy, she's like, I think I love you. I mean, <laughs> like, it's not very common that it's like that in girl worlds. Right. And it should be, you know, it's awesome. Really, really cool. Yeah, yeah I, I, I love Juno Temper, Temple in this in this role. Like, Oh, she's perfect. Yeah. That, that scene on, like, the father, the funerals, the father, and, like, Sassy and Juno, or sorry, Sassy and Keely are going back and forth. 
it's just so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. And then the priest is like, shut up. <laughs> and and the the thing I love about the actors and the actresses, and I get, this is getting on the more nerdy side of things, um, Hannah Battingham and Juno Temple were nominated for Best um, Supporting Actress. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> Hannah Battingham won. Mm-hmm. And Gino Temple was sitting right behind her. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's got to be so, like, I can't, I can't imagine being a, some sort of performer and then you being nominated for a prestigious award. Mm-hmm. And then, like, your co-star being nominated for the same award. Right. And um, when they announced Hannah Battingham that she won, she literally just turned around and hugged Juno Temple. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was, it was, it was. I don't know. I don't know why that that just makes me like. I think it's such a healthy yeah, show. Yeah. Like such a healthy environment. Like. I haven't watched Grey's Anatomy in some in many many years. Right. Um, but there's talk. They're talking about, you know, the sickness, the cancer within the cast, and you know, I've seen lots of ideas about um, or interviews of like in the beginning of that show there was um, like an environment issue. Yeah. Um, there were a few. Like yeah. A culture issue, and like I bet you that culture there is like the best it could be, oh. and they work for it. You know. Yeah. I mean, if you watch uh, Hannah Bettingham's uh, acceptance speech, she literally is like, Jason, I love you. Um, you changed my life. You changed my little girl's life because she apparently has a daughter. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, I just, everything I know about this show is exactly what the show is. It's so fucking positive. Mm-hmm. And it just, it just makes you want to be a better person. And that's just phenomenal yep agreed you said it all right you want to do obsession of the week uh sure um i'm gonna let you ring it in um i will go first i am obsessed with moisturizers (laughs) (laughs) like i'm opening like e-capsules right i've got like some manuka honey spread coming like i'm just trying to save the skin Right, I have yeah. a very high deductible insurance plan, and I, you know, like it was definitely suggested that I might go to the burn center. There's only one in the state of Connecticut, mm. um, but like I don't really want to spend six thousand dollars. So, ouch! I know, I know. That's a it. double ouch. You've been burned, and now you're they're gonna like steal your wallet. High deductible, yay, America. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what is your obsession of the week? Um uh what is um this is this is going to be boring. Um I I guess um uh Shang-Chi, the new Marvel movie. It's like what are we talking about? <laughs> yeah. Um the new Marvel movie came out. And it's it's a uh, pretty good. Um, I have another obsession, but I, I don't want to say it yet. You know what it is. 
I, I guess I guess it's more like a happiness. It's yes. A good thing. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I uh, this episode will probably come out before I can say anything, mm-hmm. and I don't want to um, burn bridges. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. So um, I'm gonna go with uh, Shang Chi um, or Shang. I can't. I, I don't know Chinese. It, it's um, Shang. Can't help you there, bud. Yeah, Shang 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 Chi. Um, it's a really good movie. It made me think. Um, uh, there's connections to Iron Man, which was literally the first movie in the MCU, um, which is really weird. Um, uh, but it, it, it was a, it was a really good movie. That, 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 awesome. That's what I'm gonna go with. Yeah, a lot of reading. Declan refuses. I was like, hey man, you would really like this movie. He's like, I don't want to watch it. I was like, why? Too much reading. The first like ten minutes is all subtitled. Mm-hmm. Which I think is great because they're Chinese characters. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, Hollywood and Hollywood in general, Marvel a little bit. It's been so whitewashed. Um, not to get political or whatever. Yeah. I don't. I don't even think that's a political issue. But um, yeah, like to see. Um, to see like an all Chinese cast or all um, Asian cast that I, I don't know if all of them are technically Chinese it was it was just refreshing it was it was nice to see like you know it was just nice to see it was awesome um, but nice. yeah like the first 10 minutes of the movie is all subtitles and I wasn't expecting that was totally fine with it uh, but yeah now my son doesn't want to watch it because he hates reading and Ugh. um yeah how is that how do you have a son that hates reading you love to read <laughs> you know i i hated reading until i was about 19 18 19 okay so maybe it's just uh, maybe it's the timing thing i don't know but yeah mm-hmm. yeah i love to read i love to write um but yeah i i, I did when I, I i hated reading when i was his age so Anyway. Anyway. All right. I think that's a good point. Do you think that's a good point? I feel like we're all set there. Yeah. Ted Lasso, if you haven't watched it yet, watch it. Like, it's it's phenomenal. You're going to love it. I don't care who you are, what you believe, what you hate, what you love. You're going to love Ted Lasso. You're going to love it. Um, yeah. I cannot, I cannot speak more highly of that show. Um. Angela, as always, it was a pleasure. Thank you, thank you. And we will see everyone next time. Bye. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to the podcast and tell a friend about us. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts and Google Play to let others know what other people are missing out on. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Let's Get a Drink Sometime. Thanks for spending time with us. Come back and check us out again. We'll see you around.